0: All things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me. Get not what I will, but what you will. Daughter, no matter if today is one of sorrow or one of joy, join us as we seek the Father's will with Jesus in the garden. Hello. What is up? How are you doing? I'm, I'm good, how are you? You know, I'm vibing currently. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, who are, like, these random voices that, like, we're hearing right now? Hi, I'm random voice number one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, what's your name, random voice number one? My name is Olivia. I am the Women's Ministry Director at Colorado Christian University. And who are you, random voice number two? Random voice number two. <laughs> Um, My name is Rachel, and I am the Graduate Assistant of Women's Ministry at Colorado Christian University, which henceforth will be CCU. CCU. Yes. All the acronyms. That's right. Yes. What's your favorite CCU acronym? (laughs) What's my favorite CCU acronym? Oh, such a hard question. I don't know. You don't know? No. You have here i'll give you some options <coughs> okay give me some doors to walk through da R-A-R, mm. S-D-O-D, mm. um ra oh i yeah i know there's a lot i think dtr it, I, I like dtr but i think i'm gonna go with rar because it's not even a real position but it's something we have made a position yeah that's true It's so funny, whenever I'm like talking to people who aren't from CCU, I'm like, yeah, I was talking to this D group leader the other day and they're RA and the RAR and the SDOD and they just look at me like I'm speaking gibberish. I think my parents think I'm speaking gibberish when I talk about CCU culture. Yep but that's okay. Here we are. So long story short, we're from Colorado Christian University and uh, this podcast is for the women of CCU. Um, Of course, if you have found this podcast and you are not from CCU, we're so happy that you are here. Uh, We're so glad that you are listening in. Um, But for our women at CCU, we um, wanted to have a way to share with you what is going on with women's ministry? Because we know that you're not always able to come out to our women's ministry events, um, or come to the garden, which um, is the namesake of our podcast. <laughs> Woo! <Woo-woo. laughs> and the garden is a uh, Wednesday morning Bible study, and we know that those seven a.m.s. That's rough. They're really early. It's pretty impressive that we have ladies come out every week at 7 a.m. Yeah. So, if you're not a morning person, if you can't make it to those, we understand. We want to um, still give you an opportunity to um, hear about what we're learning about and and connect with us. Um, But, as always, we'd love for you to come to the garden on Wednesday mornings. Um, But, today we're gonna chat about um, relationships that last. Oh my goodness, yes we are. Which is a study that we just finished up in the garden. We did four weeks of this study and kind of the heart behind this study as I wrote it was we have a couple groups of relationships in our life. We have our relationship with the Lord, our relationship with ourselves and our relationships with others. And then we also have relationships that don't last. So, how can we incorporate the Lord into every one of these arenas? Um, and for that, we have our theme verse, which is from 1 John 4 7 through 8. And it says, Drum roll, please. <laughs> Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. Man, that's that's so good. And I love that that is the theme verse for talking about relationships that last. Because um, I really do think that like in this conversation, the most important one is um, our relationship with the Lord. And mm. um, it makes me think of that verse that um, says... Uh, maybe you can help me with the reference that says we love because he, he first, first loved, loved us, us. Mm. um and which is in this same passage from first john oh look at, that. look at you go i know so on brand. um <laughs> so uh yeah so with that like would you say that the most important of the three relationships that we're talking about is our relationship with the lord olivia Definitely. I think there's no question about that, <laughs> and that's why I loved picking this as our theme verse, because our relationship with ourself and our relationship with others, healthy versions of those relationships flows out of a healthy relationship with the Lord, mm-hmm. because if God is love, then we can be loving. If we first know that he loves us with covenantal love, with love that is everlasting, then we can go on to love others in that same way. But without the Lord's love, we <laughs> we can't love ourselves or others nearly in the capacity that we're, we're called to. Yeah, that's great. I mean, like, God is love. Like, that is, like, mm-hmm. how we define love. And so I think if we don't have a proper understanding of our relationship with the Lord, like, I don't even think we can understand what love is at all. And so... Hmm. Uh, we thought you've mentioned this, like, healthy relationship with the Lord. Like, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, what, Olivia, what do you think a healthy relationship with the Lord looks like? Um, hmm. Yeah, walk us through that. Well, to love someone, you kind of got to know who they are. Ooh, okay. <laughs> we... I can't sit here and love you, Rachel, well, if I don't know who you are. And I think that's the same thing with the Lord. To love him, we have to know him, and and to know him is to love him. So let's read about his character and who he says that he is. Um, So just, if you have your Bible near you, or if not, just listen to these words. We're going to be in Exodus 34 to start. And this is when Moses is getting the tablets again that were broken, and he, the Lord is giving him um, this covenant relationship that the Israelites are to have with him. And the Lord introduces who he is, just for the Israelites, one more time. And he says, The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children to the third and fourth generation. Yeah. That's pretty loaded. Yeah. So, okay, break this down for me, Olivia. Yeah. So tell me a little <laughs> bit, like, what does it mean? It says a God, merciful and gracious, slow to anger, like, What does this have to do with my relationship with God? I think it's important, too, that we look at this in the context of the ancient Near East culture. And Mm. during this time, all of these religions and people groups, their gods would introduce who they are. This was really typical for them to give this presentation of who they are. But the Lord, Yahweh, our God, he is the only one that says, I am merciful and gracious or compassionate is another word for it usually that's not even in the list of other gods in the ancient Near East, or it's really low on the list. But for our God, for Yahweh, it's the first thing in the list. Yeah. And I think that's really revealing of his heart towards us, is that what we know from the New Testament too with Jesus is we have new mercies every morning, and his grace is what covers us each day. We need enough grace for each day. And the Lord is saying, here I am, I supply this even to these people who are grumbling in the wilderness that they're going to be here for the next 40 years, he says, I am compassionate and I am merciful and gracious and I'm going to be slow to anger no matter what anger you bring to me and I'm abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. This is never-ending love. I am always going to be consistent in who I am and I am always going to be doing everything out of love because in our theme verse, it tells us God is love. Yeah, I love this. I think like, one of the main things that we talk about with a Christian God is that um, our God is relational Hmm. and sometimes it can be really easy to think that God became relational when Jesus came Hmm. and and just the idea that like on the cross Jesus tore the veil um, and that's when like a relationship with God was available. Um, And while there is truth in that, that, that is when we were able to um, have this more direct relationship with God without um, the process of of offerings and sacrifices. Um, But even before then, like we see in these qualities of God, Mm -hmm. his compassion, his graciousness, slow to anger, like those are all very relational adjectives that we see there. So Mm -hmm. from the start, we have a God- who's been seeking a relationship with us yeah it's it's so important that we see like our god of the old testament is the same of the god of the new testament and to us in the 21st century he yeah. has been relational and he will continue to be relational um and i also don't want us to miss this last piece of uh, he is forgiving of transgression and sin But it also says he will by no means clear the guilty. Like our God is one of justice and wrath and anger, but all of that is from love. Like I'm spending my quiet time right now in Jeremiah and the Lord is like, I'm going to discipline you and you're going into exile and here's all these things. And I was like, oh, I don't want to spend my quiet times every morning reading about how the God (laughs) is destroying the Israelites. But his heart in it is so clear that like I discipline you because I love you and also those who hurt you while you're on this earth like I will be the one that will bring complete justice and perfect justice to that like that is not for you to hold daughter like um he is the one who is going to fully bring everything to justice because he loves us and because he is compassionate so that is also just such a cool facet of the Lord to see Yeah. And I also think too, like when we're looking at this, uh, the end of this verse here in Exodus that, um, like he will not leave the guilty unpunished, um, is what my version reads. Um, like we might look at that and, and be afraid of that. We might look at that and feel like that's not relational, but like when we truly understand the character of God, the holiness of God, Mm -hmm. we understand that like unless we ourselves are presented as holy like we can't be in relationship with the lord and and praise the lord for jesus like Mm. that is where our holiness comes from and um, that is like when we are presented before the lord um it is fully because of jesus sacrifice that um we get to be counted as holy but even in that like it shows God's heart to have a relationship with us because if we are not holy before him, then like it is his character that, that we would be separated from him. Mm. Um, And so I think a lot of this too helps us look to Jesus and uh, the manifestation of God on earth in human form. Um, Yeah. Okay. So Olivia, so many people talk about this whole relationship with God thing. Mm. I don't know about you, Olivia, but I don't see someone around me named God. I don't have, like, like, sure, it's easy to have a relationship with my friend who's, like, who lives down the hall from me because, like, I see her every day. Mm-hmm. How on earth can I have a relationship with someone who is unseen, who um, I I don't physically hear from? What, what does that even look like? I think... That was so hard for me, like especially when I was like in middle school and high school. I was like, I can't see this God. Where, where is he? And there's th- three things that I encourage like the women who come to our Bible study is, here's how we know the Lord. We read his word, we pray and talk to him, and then we surround ourselves with people that are also born again. Mm. Uh, and so we read his word because his word reveals who he is like this is our clear source to go to where we learn who the lord is and um something we do at my church is we say like may the word of god be on our hearts um on our minds and upon our lips and deep within our hearts like on our hearts minds lips that's so good like we want to be so immersed with the word that that's what's coming to mind like knowing who he is it we want it on our lips we want to be speaking scripture and We want it to be deep in our hearts. We don't want this to just be head knowledge of who the Lord is, but we want it to be in our hearts. And then we also pray and we talk to him and we say, Lord, like, show me more of who you are today and have that relationship with him. Talk to him while you go about your day, just like you would a friend. Like, think about your conversations with him in your mind, like an open text thread that you have with your friend down the hall. Yeah. Um, And then, too, when you surround yourself with people who are like-minded, who are also seeking to know the Lord, you also see the Lord through them because they are made in His image. You're going to see parts of Him come out through those people. Yeah, that's great. So I just, like, I want to encourage the listener who's questioning what it means to have a relationship with God I just want to say like it's okay if you don't always feel that that relationship is there Mm. um something that I think is really important to acknowledge within our relationship with God is we're not always gonna feel it um but that Mm. doesn't mean that it is not there Um, And so exactly what Olivia is talking about, these habits that we get into, to be in the Word, to pray, and to surround ourselves with other believers, like it might take a while for those things to become habit, for those things to turn into a relationship, but um, just like if you have uh, your friend down the hall, um, if you only see her one time... All year, that's really not going to be a relationship. Mm -hmm. If you start going to coffee with her once a week, the first couple of times might be kind of awkward. (laughs) Just a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But if you keep that up and every week you're going to coffee with this girl, pretty soon you guys are going to become really close friends. It's Mm -hmm. the same concept with our relationship with the Lord. And when you have those built-in rhythms, that's what makes those days when you don't feel it so much more bearable. Yeah, like I know when I'm in a day or a week or a season where I just feel like I can't sense the Lord's presence, if I have these rhythms built in, if I keep pressing into his word, if I keep pressing into praying and into relationships with others, I will find him. Yeah, that's really great. Um, so Olivia, my next question for you is, so we have this like foundation of our relationship with the Lord, but um what do you mean when you say relationship with ourselves? What, what does that even mean? Like, I'm just, I'm just mm-hmm. me. Like, I'm just living my life. How can I have a relationship with myself? Well, and also, like, Olivia, doesn't that sound a little selfish? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought we weren't supposed to be selfish as believers. And to that, I would reply, yeah, we're not supposed to be. But yeah. I don't think... We've, we've taken, like, self-care culture, I think, in our time, and we've made it super selfish, but, like, the Lord presents to us, like, a biblically rooted version of self-care. Yeah. So that's what I wanted us to look at, and so we're gonna go to Psalm 139 to fully see what the Lord says about us and how David is rejoicing in who he was made to be, um. And you might roll your eyes when you hear Psalm 139 be like, okay, <laughs> we've heard this one before, but I want you to just come to it with some fresh eyes today and see what is there for me in this passage. Oh, I keep flipping past it, Rachel. <laughs> there it is. There it is. So we're going to start in verse 13 and it says, for you for my inward parts, you needed me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works my soul knows it full well or very well my frame was not hidden from you when i was being made in secret intricately woven in the depths of the earth your eyes saw my unformed substance in your book were in your book were written every one of them the days that were that were formed for me when as yet there were none of them and i think this passage is just so important for us because We need to see that, like, the Lord knows us intricately. And so going with that, he knows what we need. And to take care of ourselves, to take care of this temple that the Lord has given us, this place where the Holy Spirit resides, that is not selfish. And it looks like being rooted in Christ. Like, part of the way we take care of ourselves is by deepening our relationship with the Lord. That's why we talked about that first, is like, we want to be so rooted in our relationship with the Lord that we're letting him take care of our mind and our body and our spirit. Um, and that's kind of three of the categories that we talked about when we say our relationship with ourselves. Yeah, that's, that's really good. So um, practically, what does this look like? You're talking mm-hmm. about this idea of like, man... Uh, the world around us talks about self-care and that really often looks selfish. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think kind of the term that I like to put on it is soul care versus um, self-care because self-care is really focused on ourselves and soul care is more focused on like the gift of like life that like the Lord has given us. Um, Yeah, so tell us a little bit more about that, Olivia, and practically what it looks like. Yeah, so going back to kind of that idea of what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 6, that um, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. And so if the Holy Spirit is residing in us, we want to be really aware of what are we taking into our mind and into our spirit? Like, what are we meditating on? Are we letting a lot of filth of culture penetrate our minds? Or are we letting like the word of God take root in our hearts and in our minds? Um, and that also goes to Paul's writing to the Philippians of what are you meditating on? Is it good? Is it lovely? Is it pure? Is it excellent? Is it praiseworthy? Um, so that's a form of soul care is sitting down and evaluating what am I letting come into my mind and take up residence in my heart. Um, and then we also like want to look at our bodies, like how are we taking care of our bodies in a way that is glorifying to the Lord? Um, and just like for the listener today, like I don't think it's glorifying to the Lord when we starve our bodies where we over exercise or try to work out and kill of our bodies to look a certain way Mm -hmm. um yeah like how are you taking care of your body with what you're eating and if you're exercising or any of those things like we want to be so careful that we are trying to honor him and glorify him in how we take care of our body and that's also with how we dress and how we carry ourselves um, so that's the body part of it and then your spirit is just once again that relationship with the Lord how am I nurturing that because that's gonna affect how I treat my mind and my body too yeah that's really good I love that Olivia and I think kind of the overarching idea of this and like what um, this relationship with ourselves looks looks like um, really is like how are we glorifying the Lord mm-hmm. in like everything that we are doing? and just the importance of giving glory to the Lord. Um, and um, yeah, I, uh, one of the verses that, that we looked at um, in this study was Matthew 11:28 through29, come to me, all who are all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Um, And I think that one of the most glorifying things that we can do in taking care of ourselves is like coming to the Lord and asking for rest there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think busyness is one of the main struggles for women at CCU. I remember I was an undergrad student not too long ago and I just remember like piling my workload so high Mm -hmm. that i like didn't have a time to breathe and and i understand like sometimes we have to do that in in these seasons but i think that that's also another really practical way for ccu women to evaluate like man how am i spending my time and where do i have free time and do i have scheduled time for the lord or is it just Mm. an extra five minutes where i can find it Um, because I think when we're overloading our schedule like we are looking to uh, we have to ask ourselves why are we doing so much Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that um, we have to like lay it all at the feet of the cross and um, exactly what it says in Matthew come to the Lord um, and and look for rest there Mm. and so I think that busyness is a really is another uh, way that CCU women let's uh, let's look at our schedules with a um, fine tooth comb. Let's go through it and and say, okay, how in this can I be glorifying the Lord? Um, Where can I give myself time to be spending more time with him um, Mm. to be having that like healthy form of self self care? Well, and that's something, like, even you've called out on me recently. Like, <laughs> like, ladies, you are not alone. I, I am the first one to say I overload my schedule and fill it up too much because I'm a student and then I work in women's ministry and I have friends and people and family. And you've even said to me, like, Olivia, like, what is burning you out and what is giving you rest? Because, like, I think we both want to encourage you, find what is restful for you yes like have your time with the Lord and plan out when that time looks like but also sit with the Lord and say Lord what are some things that do fill me up what are ways that I can rest and glorify you in those and like for me that's like sitting with a musical instrument and just playing around and and being silly and being messy but having that time and being alone um what's something for you Rachel that really fills up your tank yeah, recently it's been walks. Walks have totally been my thing, and um, Olivia knows this. But <laughs> um, for Lent, I gave up all music except for traditional hymns. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so there's a there's a longer story behind that. So
1: you maybe can... you'll
0: listen to it later. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. I um, have just been going on these walks and what I would consider prayer walks and um, just have my headphones in playing my traditional hymns um, and hymns really make you focus on who is God Mm. um, and really like the it breaks it down to the relationship of like man I'm a sinner in need of a savior i'm a sinner in need of grace and Mm -hmm. um just praises the lord um for that is a theme of of most of the hymns i would say and so just going on these prayer walks for me has been um really life-giving um and in a really sweet way um to to be abiding um Mm -hmm. and that's another thing that throughout our days Like We all know that we should start our day with the Lord, um, but I just also want to encourage all of us, myself included, what would it look like to spend the whole day with the Lord um, and Mm -hmm. not just do our quiet time and and set it to the side? And that's what these walks have been for me, that start the day with the Lord, and then if I find myself wandering like the sheep I am, (laughs) I... uh, will center myself again by by going on these walks um and i think that that really is such a big piece of of this soul care that we're talking about Mm. uh, in our relationship with ourselves like how can we recenter ourselves throughout the day Mm. on our relationships with the lord because that is really taking care of ourselves well yeah we don't want to just leave the lord in those still hours of the morning that we meet with him like This this show is called The Garden, and it's like, how can we come back to that garden throughout our day of the Lord's presence? Yeah, I love that, Rachel. That's so good. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of The Garden, where we talked about our relationship with God and our relationship with ourselves. Stay tuned for next week's episode, where we will finish out our conversation talking about our relationships with others and what we do when relationships don't last. See you guys soon!